and went to the strip club. She trying to make him kill himself because A lot of times when a man is busy, doing whatever. Uh -huh. Oh. Maybe if he thought that he had a chance. You know what they say about little girls, especially Asian ones. Fat pussy. Is that what they say? I was gonna say deep. I just died and came back to life. This is the Urban Binge. I'm your boy, Rico Bellucci. Oh, man, hello. We're gonna hurry up. We're gonna talk about all the news that you might have missed in T-Way. Kanye West claims that he's done with rap music. I really think that it's all a joke, okay? Let me say that now. I don't know what you think. I think it's... Well, I don't think that he can consider himself a gospel artist. I think that a hip-hop artist and R&B artists have gospel renditions a lot of time where they start to put their own spin on gospel songs. Like, you know, he has Jesus Walks, of course, but we see, like, Snoop Dogg did with the Clark Sisters and everything else. But I think that he needs to sit down and have some mental evaluation before he starts to try to... You know, I'm no, I'm, I'm no one to judge. I don't judge when it comes down to that because we all know what God is the only one to judge. But the thing is, he sits around and says that he's still a fan of Trump. He still has pledged his Recently, loyalty. Recently, he said that. Right. Right. So, in Salt Lake City or something? Abraham Lincoln was the Whig party. That's the Republican party. That freed the slaves. You black, because you can't like Trump. On his Saturday edition of Let's Just Be Real. Let's look, you know, Kanye changing his life and he turning over to God. Right. Exactly. Republicans are the best, so why don't we move to Republicans? At the same time, in the same breath as saying God is this and God is that, saying that he's going to be a gospel directed artist. So, I mean, he never said he was going to be a gospel artist, and I just don't believe in that. I just think that all in all, we know that politics are politics, however, wrong is wrong. And this man has definitely insinuated, exacerbated, and blatantly exhibited racial behavior, ambiguity. He has exhibited masculine behavior that is so extreme that would make somebody feel as though you are misogynistic. He's very manly and just pig-headed about how he feels about his masculinity and how women should be, how gay people or trans people should be, as well as the trans people in the army and everything else. I'm gonna stop ranting, but go ahead. I don't feel like you're ranting. I feel like what you're saying needs to be said, needs to be heard. That's why we're both here. We balance each other out. Make sure you subscribe and like and hit the notification bell so that you can see all of our videos that we post. And also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Urban Beach. And Facebook. Come on, y'all. Support us, y'all. We, we have a lot more coming to this channel. Eddie Murphy had the whole homophobic thing going on when we were hearing about his jokes that he had back in the day. And Kanye has said a lot of things that have deterred black people from his side in this moment. You know, him, like I said, supporting the Trump administration and just a lot of things that could kind of be supportive to a different race. And I know Kanye says that I ain't never made any decision based off of my color, and that's a form of mental slavery is what he says. I ain't never made a decision only based off my color. That's a form of slavery. Mental slavery. We have never been inclusive or included as black people. Black people always try to leave people out, gay people, trans people, or whatever, and we have never been included into white people's livelihood. Eddie Murphy sent out an apology, and I knew it was gonna happen. I mean, come on, he has two movies coming out and a Netflix stand-up special. 
And he knows that we're in a culture now, I got this from Joe Button or Shaman, we're in a culture of cancel culture. Mm -hmm. Everything is being canceled for any small reason. So, I mean, I, I did know that he was gonna have to eventually come out and apologize. Do I feel that the apology was needed? For me, it no. wasn't needed. I mean, come on. The stand-up comedy show special is raw, I believe. Raw, I mean, what? I I did doc jokes about homosexuals about a couple years ago, and faggots were mad. It's nothing like having a nation of fags looking for you. How's it come rushing across town? Woo, 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 woo. Won't be no siren, be a real fag sitting on the roof going, woo, 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 woo. Pull over, pull over. Turn around, I'm gonna fist you. Are you carrying any concealed weapon? Are you carrying, what is this? What is this? What's this right here? It's my penis. That's your penis, all right. What's faggot? Are there any homosexuals in here? No? Good. Let's talk about that. I bothered him when I'm with my friends. Driving around, guys, you know, you see a faggot on the street, you pull up in the concert. Hey, faggot! Hey, you faggot ass! Hey, hey, baby, baby! Faggot ass, faggot. Now they got AIDS, that just kills motherfuckers. Kills people! It petrifies me, because girls be hanging out with them. And one night, they could be in the club having fun with their gay friend and give them a little kiss, and go home with their AIDS on their lips. So if you don't know where the faggot section is, you got to keep moving. I'm afraid of gay people. Petrified, I have nightmares about gay people. He told you. I think that, I, and not even that, I think that he, his job title, his job description is a comedian. When you are a comedian, you can joke about things without them being taken so seriously. I think that people just are kind of being super sensitive to things nowadays. It's just like ridiculous. We can never be in the swing of things like they were in the 90s. And I'm sure that our parents, parents, our grandparents, felt like you could never say any kind of curse word on TV. Oh my God, hell would not even be said on the television when it was black and white. Our president has now made it okay to say pussy on live television and on television as a whole because if the president can say it, then hell we can all say it. We just are always on edge about censorship and how things are viewed, how we need to cover stuff up and make sure that it's not offensive to some any damn body because the one sole person that pops up and said it hurt my damn feelings is taken as a riot. But anyways, I think Eddie Murphy is all right, honey. I wouldn't give a damn if he said fag, hag, bag, whatever. I don't give a damn. It was a joke, okay? You shouldn't went about it because back then you would have had to go buy it. Why wasn't it said back then? Because it's been watched over and over and over. Because people were so gay hate hated back then. It was, the hatred for gay was so blown out of proportion that it was not even funny because of the AIDS thing and HIV and everything else. People were so ignorant and they just said gay people are just ill, so we don't like gay people. But now people are trying to be more nice about things and that's why. They're trying to right wrongs, if you will. You know, he said something that was wrong and now he's, they're trying to get him to come on good terms with the people who he hurt. So, Lamar's ex claims that he's taking a unnecessary break from music, but you know, I agree with what Wendy had to say. Insert. So your life is a bit overwhelming right now, but this is not the time to step away from the music game. Well, you know what? By the time you get around to making it up, people are gonna forget who you are. You've got to take advantage of this while you can, because I do smell one hit wonder from you. With you and the Old Town Road, or whatever the song is called, Ride to the Wheels Fall Off, you cannot afford to take time off and be overwhelmed and paranoid. Period. He needs to put his foot, get, get a little bit of rest, get up, get back out there, get the push in. I know you tired, but this is what you asked for. You asked for this lifestyle. Exactly. You asked for this music. You asked for this type of shit. So you gotta get out there and do it. Like she said, people will remember you today and they'll get you tomorrow. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, you better keep it grinding. That's so better. You can't think that you can take a break now after seven months of exhaustion. Because you done went 22 weeks or 28 weeks or 20, whatever the hell weeks it was at number one. Just because you at number one now, you see how you easily drop down to number two. It's not permanent, which means that you're gonna dwindle. The same way that your song eventually dropped from number one to number two. And I love this song, and I love you, you cute. But anyways, I do wanna say that. <laughs> Rethink how you want to take this music thing. 
I feel like he didn't think that it was gonna be serious. I feel like he thought, okay, I'm gonna do one quick song. I'm gonna make a lot of money. Lil Nas X, stop bullshitting us. We ain't got time. You a new artist, honey. You ain't even got yeah. a new artist of the year award. He actually canceled one of his Ontario performances. That was on October 17th. So that's what initiated his whole break or whatever. But you need to get your ass back in the studio. And, and maybe it's because of this lawsuit him and Cardi is um, being sued. For Rodeo? Or rodeo. That's all she, yeah, they, they wanted to do Rodeo. The Old Town Road, and it was Rodeo. It was for a uh, melodic similarity, you know, or a uh, similarity of a few notes or you know, a few bars. Anyways, by Puerto Rico, uh, Lil Nas says that the lyrics of Old Town Road just came to him. Old Town Road lyrics just popped up in his damn head. I know it was on my nigga's beat when he bought started off. Mm. Now by Cardi B went off. She went slapped the mouth. Oh. On Access Hollywood, which Access Hollywood is a big media outlet. Access Hollywood, these motherfuckers chop what I set up. Chop it the fuck up. And then they're gonna name it on YouTube. Cardi admits that culture calls somebody else mommy. Bitch, that's not what the fuck I said. Don't use my motherfucking care for clickbait, bitch. I'ma spit at your motherfuckers like this. Like that, nigga. Spit at y'all niggas. Deep shit, deep shit. Are you fucking dumb? Are you fucking dumb? Ask Hollywood, suck my whole dick. I hope your fucking mom catch AIDS, bitch. That shit is so disrespectful. That shit got me so hot, my nigga. So hot, like. It was kind of scary, though. They're pretty major, um, not major, but they're, and she did an interview with the, with the, with the black sis. I don't even really know who she did the interview with. She did it with black sis, with, with um, old sus from Access Hollywood, you know what I'm talking about? No, that's from Eve. It's one on Access Hollywood. What she said was, she doesn't like to be away from her child because who wants their child calling other people mama so she wants to be there every step of the way five hours that i could be in the studio like yeah it's okay that your mom is gonna take care of her but when you come back from that work and your kid really don't want to spend time with you they want to hug your mom more than you or they calling your mom mommy that's so if she can't she don't want to be away for too long and some of the jobs that she is booked for um, may have her away for too long so she has to decline that check and that job because she want to be around her baby she want baby to call her mama which i understand i completely oh my understand. baby gonna still call me mama but guess what baby mama with the money <laughs> money right. Right. but i understand cardi uh, i do think that as long as everybody is okay with her airing out all of her business and her personal drama artists don't typically put out behind the scenes drama that's and go live about it at that. Well, but the bitch be getting paid for Instagram live on that. Don't get twisted. Right, so, so, yeah. Baby girl, baby girl. Ah. I've seen her, um, her crew try to stop her before, and she'll look at them and say, I don't go, you know, like, I don't yeah. care. I'm about to say what I got to well, say. Well, she was going off in that damn hotel room, and nobody, I was waiting for somebody to say, Cardi, stop, turn it off, turn it like off. Like they always do. Right, but no, nobody was around. Nobody, she know, yeah, she was smart that time. She waited until everybody was gone. Right, right. And I was thinking to myself, bitch, somebody going to be recording the wall and be like, bitch, I got Cardi be going to the but apparently the walls are sound. Honey. But anyways, she definitely didn't want them to be clipping and chopping and spoiling what she said like that. And that's exactly what they did. They did it for a headline and for clickbait. Don't fuck with it. Because she said that shit got hot. Hot! So hot! Well, I didn't know. Hello, guys, and welcome to the airport. Right. Right. Wait, let's cut. Cut. Go ahead. Shade. Her. Trish. We ain't got to say that no more. You gonna keep copying? <laughs> yeah. We don't have to do that. Sade has a transgender child, and nobody really knew. And I she was born a girl. What's going on? I am officially three years. Three years on testosterone. That is crazy. 
that's crazy to me. It's mental. I can't believe it. Three years. I literally feel like it feels like twelve years, but it also feels like no time at all. And I just think it's crazy. Like I can't believe it. It's been a madness. I tell you that much. But I'm loving my life. I love it. It's awesome. I find myself being attracted to trans men. There's some sexy ass trans men, but I know that once they pull their clothes down and it's not what I'm used to, then everything's probably gonna change. But I'm not on the outside. They look cute. I don't you can't judge, say they don't look sexy. You no, 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 no. I looked at something and said they were sexy. Right, and didn't even know. Of course, of course, that's right. the thing. But the thing is, I just I have never really been the one to be a part of that. I know that there are a lot of gays out there who could fuck a stud. Exactly, a, a girl, a stud, or a train, I may, you know, whatever. But I just have never been a part of that community. Honestly, I have been. I've had sex with them, been with girls in my past, but it was never a pleasurable experience. I never found the pleasure in it. I only was doing it because I thought that's what I was supposed to be doing. We'll say this for the intimate session. Okay? <laughs> right. We do have a place Let's keep it going. Guys, but Sade's transgender child. She's 23 and she recently underwent surgery. I don't know if Her name is Isaac Adu. Oh, yeah. He's. I, I get upright. Isaac. That's his male name. Um, he was born a female. Underwent boy. surgery six months ago. <laughs> I don't know if it was top surgery or bottom surgery, but top surgery is for the breast, bottom surgery is for the penis. She re he recently returned home to the UK and, and thanked his mom in a tweet. I think that's beautiful, and I think that she's sexy as hell, Isaac, I do. Matthew Knowles, um, you know this is Breast Cancer Month, Pink Ribbon, rest in peace to Yogi, and anybody else who may have passed from losing their battle to breast cancer. Um, but Matthew Knowles comes out in an interview and says that he, he has, has breast, breast cancer. cancer. So I went to my doctor, I got a mammogram, and then it was very clear that I had breast cancer. Luckily, he found it early. He had breast cancer. He discovered it in July and had a, what? Mastectomy, he had a mastectomy. Um, or Knowles had a mastectomy to remove his right breast in July, and he plans to have his left breast removed as a preventative measure in January. His breast tissues completely removed from his chest, and that month in July, early Earlier that month, he noticed that he had blood discharge dripping and oozing from his nipples onto his white shirts. So that's what alarmed him and sent him to the doctor. And Ooh. he also said that his two daughters, Beyonce and Solange, also have an increased risk of breast cancer. This is genetics. It also means that my kids have a higher risk. Even my grandkids have a, a, a higher risk. They have an, an increased chance of ovarian cancer. But God is good and it ain't gonna happen. And it goes that's down why, to the grandkids. That's why he get that's why he get on their nerves. You know, I don't think he was wishing them. I think he reiterated what the doctors told him, which is true. It can be genetic. He always gotta bring up Beyonce in his damn But that is also based off of the scientific facts, based off of all of those studies and everything like that has to do with what you did in your life before you had kids, how your sperm cells could have been affected and affected your children. Because cancer is not only genetic, but it's also genetically caused by external environmental factors that can enhance or decrease your risk for cancer. After finding out that he had a BRCA2 gene mutation, Knowles urged both his daughters to be tested. These mutations increase the risk of breast cancer and they can be inherited. I'm not a doctor. To go to the doctor, the real doctor, WebMD is not a doctor. Adele, you know, she recently divorced recently. her husband, right? Right. And now she's dating some black Disney. Um, and he's a rapper by the name of Skepta. He's a big deal over in the UK. His name is Skepta, as in skeptical, skepticism, okay. Now look here, look here, look here. Adele is 31 and he is 37. Ooh. 
over in London. I believe he's been on Drake's album uh -huh. before. To me, he's a great rapper. I heard him. But I think that she's trying to make her husband jealous. I think that he... She's trying to get a new look on life. And I, I and think on she's trying to show him, once you go black, you never go back. Lord, Hammer. Oh. Tika got a wife. Makes sense. <laughs> anyway. Adele, back in 2016, actually tweeted a picture of Skepta and said, Tottenham boy with a heart emoji next to it. And the Tottenham is actually a place, a town in London where they're both from. So they're both from the same. As we know, she speaks, like Wendy said, she speaks that. She speaks Cockney. She tweeted that back in 2016. I don't know if she was married back then. I think she was. 2016 was only three years ago, baby. The tea, honey. Anyways, she tweeted him and he said that that caught his attention and that she gassed him up. And he definitely caught the wind that she wanted that deep. So since then, I'm sure that they were having issues in their relationship and it all went downhill and crumbled from there. Terrence Howard went on Late Night with James Corden and revealed that he and the cast that remains, Mrs. Jesse Smollett, he really went in depth about it. How do you feel with the show coming to an end? Thank God. Only because my character has never had a good day. My son will commit, will commit suicide, I'll go and kill my best friend and then I'll sit up and have eggs and be complaining about the yolk being runny in the morning. Yeah. As if I don't care. Sure. And then the next day I have to go and love my wife but then go and try and, and sabotage her at the end of the day. I'm a complete sociopath and psychopath. It's been a tough year for everyone involved with, with Empire after uh, what happened with Jesse Smollett. What was it like for you and the cast being caught up in that situation? And, and have you and Jesse, have you stayed in touch with them? Yes, we have. Yes, Jesse played my son. I mean, the show kicked off because I took my four-year-old son and put him in the trash can because he had worn high heel shoes down the stairs. And all he wanted to do was get closer to me. And then out of nowhere, you know, he snatched away from us. So it's like now he was the heart of our show. And now it's like our show is on a heart and lung bypass machine because the heart is gone. But we're still hoping that there's gonna be a transplant and hoping somehow it'll come back together. My son is gone. Of course. My son, that was that was my little boy and they don't mention him as if it's okay. And that's like, no, that's not cool. I get what he's saying. I just thought that that's not how they felt. But if you mean for real, for real, then I get what he's saying. On a bigger scale, Jesse has a lot of fans, so um, with Jesse being gone, it gave the ratings a whole a dent. I think the gay factor is what brought the ratings down as a whole. Let's just say if he was replaced, I don't think that they would have taken this big of a hit. I'm just being serious. Because I feel like that the gay factor, because gay is popular nowadays, and like Miss Sophia said, everybody wants to be gay, and everybody is comfortable being gay. Everybody want to be gay, everybody want to try to be friends with gay, or say that you associated with gay, because gay is popular, gay is in. So, I think that when that left the show, people were like, oh no, they're not inclusive anymore. No, you're not gonna be able to even put him in there. It's just completely over. No one will ever fuck with him again. I don't know how long it'll be. I think his career is like completely. Especially because of cancel culture, girl. They just kind of mm -hmm. like. Yeah. Gucci is now the face of Gucci. Gucci! Let's add some cuts. It's finally the face of Gucci. Like, right. I mean, his name has been Gucci for what, 20 years? I think that's great for Gucci. Um, I thought people were boycotting Gucci, from my understanding. I thought T.I. was boycotting Gucci for the monkey face or something like that. Yeah, they were. But I guess that boycott is over. Right. Um, and speaking of Gucci, Angela Yee and Gucci had some 
real drama going on, honey. You, I don't know if y'all know. I didn't know, but back in the day, they had some rumors going around that Gucci smashed right. Angela Yee. So Gucci she, said it. Gucci said that was on my wife. Right. You know, because we, we had already had a history. Well, you smashed Angela Yee. Okay, okay. Oh, 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 oh. Of course not. <laughs> Come on, guys. She tried. Okay. She tried. She tried. She She tried. 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 She Fat push. Is that what they say? I was going to say D. I'm so happy to have you here and I'm happy that you're back. And pretty damn cool guy at that. What kind of woman would you want to marry? I need, I need somebody like you to keep me out of jail. Uh, yeah. We'll probably end up fighting. No ring on that. But I heard you had a girlfriend. Oh. But what about Keisha Dior? Y'all was all booed up. We were talking about you before you came in here about how you've probably never in your life dated a girl who doesn't have a fat ass. Actually, I've never been to a strip club in New York ever. Well, you ain't never been if you ain't been with me anyway. What the hell are you eating? We call grits. They made it. They don't make it up here. Did that shit to get that ass fat, baby? So I'm gonna eat grits every day. We'll see what happens. So what does it do to guys when they eat grits? Make a dick big, like mine. He must really have a big dick because he always says that. It is. You never want to put your hands in your pants. It's not gonna affect anything we have going on. I'ma just continue to do my job. As long as you know nothing happened. That's the main thing. Just Google what he looked like in 2009 and you'll see what I'm talking <laughs> <laughs> Angela, to the reaction, you say what? I wasn't sure if he was joking. We'll say it was just a surprise. Like, I, that never happened, so I wasn't expecting him to say something like that. And I wasn't sure if he really in his head believed that. I just never even had his phone number. I've never texted him for any reason. Oh, that's why I was like, this impossible. He's never even been on list service. I've never interviewed him with Melissa Ford. Are you upset? Because people are now slut-shaming you on social media. Just to clear up some things, if, is there any truth in anything the Gucci man said? I had a show where we talked really crazy all the time. Mm -hmm. Mature adults know that you can discuss sex and conversations, and that doesn't mean that someone likes you. You're not like, yeah, Angela's trying to holler at me. That's mm -hmm. not what that means. You think there was a conversation had that Gucci man took the wrong way? Yeah, and I think he must have been thinking about it for 10 years. Now, Angela, he said that didn't happen. That's not true. She's calling complete bullshit on the whole thing. She went on the Shade Room post. And he said, well, this is why I was banned. Angela, you just recently said on the most recent interview that he wasn't banned. As far as the ban, I said, he's welcome to come on the show. Tell him to come up there. I might not be there, and that might be better. No, never banned him. He can come up there. And she commented and said, I see you still on drugs. He said, I'm addicted to lean, and that ish ain't no joke. I can barely remember all the things I've done and said. However, there's no excuse. So I'm assuming she's saying, you on drugs because nobody never banned you, but I'm just letting it be known that I'm not the chick that, that you're saying was in your DMs. She also did a whole story about how he's lied before. I was looking at some of his old tweets, and when people say, why would Gucci Mane lie? Gucci Mane has had a history of lying. Gucci Mane was never on lip service. If you see that video clip, this which, by the way, I do have that full interview at home. So, I uh, might put that out one day. It says, The Morning After, which is a morning show that I had on Shade 45 on Sirius. Lip service was a nighttime show. And the other part of that is I was with Melissa Ford, and she said, I don't know why Gucci Mane said that I was on lip service with you because I wasn't even there. I've never even met him. We have these old tweets. Now, this when is you all read alleged. all these. No, they're not alleged. You really tweeted these. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> he says, Me and Waka F Nicki Minaj. That's nothing. FGZ Tip Gotti. I walk Nicki Minaj. Iggy wanna suck my D. Uh, I had a threesome with Keisha and a white girl as Coach K in Orlando. Uh, Fantasia hit was good. She was like, People are saying he's not a liar. Well, I got some tea about how he done lied before. She calling his ass out. Mm -hmm. Well, spill it. Spill it, Angela. And I'm back. Tyler Perry received his star on the Walk of Fame. Holly Walk of Fame. Walk of Fame.
Ladies and gentlemen, I am humbled, honored, and blessed to represent a fan base made up of millions, from your car to a star. Thank you, Tyler, for persevering, my friend. A star being liked for so many people. A star you can always see, even in darkness. And for all those people whose dreams may be on life support, I want you to walk past this star in particular and know that I've been there. Tyler Perry, doing a really good job. Congratulations to Tyler Perry and the studio. I mean, like, wow, wow, wow. I can't wait to meet Tyler Perry. That oh. crazy bitch at the zoo. Bronx zoo. She jumped over the lions, over the lion into the lion's den, and tried to dance with the lion, and ended up getting away. After getting away while they were looking for her, she went on Facebook Live to record a video. More than one ISIS to defeat me. I am 15 Cleopatra's, believe me. I am Asian niggas in the stairs. Pick a nigga called out. Nigga with no days, this is Bitch, I am coming with the flares. Yo, let's on the chase. For me, this is the chicks that you never seen. Ah. Fuck that nigga, good for the flesh. Ride that nigga, no replace. I am it, nigga. Wendy Williams, she has been throwing a lot of shade lately at her ex-husband and we'll play as we'll insert Shady, bro. <laughs> I'm not talking bad against big for once. I'm just saying that a lot of times when a man is busy doing whatever. I went to the strip club. I taught my son and my nephew how to make it rain. Normally that's a father's job, but he's busy. Oh. <laughs> when I was locked away in the halfway house in um, Queens, my family actually came because he invited them. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? I don't want my family to see me laid up here plotting. It was like the lowest point. So I'm like, Tyrese hasn't been here in three or four years. He goes, your husband banned me because he thought I was flirting with you. Are you serious, Kevin? Get out of here with that. No. Who are you flirting with? I don't know. All right, should we too there? And I only said this as a joke about topics, you know, poke a hole in the condom and get pregnant. But that backfired on me, didn't it? All right, should we too there? That's what you get. She regrets that lip mess though. Life is not what you think it is behind the scenes. She said that he was miserable and that bitch was miserable too. Homegirl is miserable. Homegirl is miserable. Y'all know how she do, act like she didn't see what? Trust me. What? Put her arm on the back, exactly. She gets the calls like, um, how are you doing? I see you looking good. Um, there's certain guys who, I know this firsthand, will not leave you alone. Oh, they tell you you're beautiful. They tell you you look great on today's show. They say silly things like a ship always returns to the port. This ship has sailed, honey. Want you back. Like that. She didn't say that, but he called him. 
I believe he is. Um, that fifty million dollars net worth. Right after she went off the air on Friday, it was reported that she has to pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to Kevin to find him a new place to stay. After yeah, she says, he, and after she know? insinuates that he's struggling and having it hard with Shereen and the baby. I think that that's what the judge settled out in favor of Wendy Williams mm-hmm. because two hundred fifty thousand dollars is like toilet paper to Wendy girl. She it has a net worth of sixty million. She yes, she is about to throw that shit at him in damn pennies, nickels, and dimes and get the fuck out of his life. Wendy just introduced her new boyfriend to the staff members at the show. She said that it felt like introducing her new man to family members at Thanksgiving dinner. Did you like him enough? I liked him a lot. Thank you, Suzanne. Uh-huh. Thank I'm happy you. for you. He seems lovely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. And he's cute. He's cute, right? Yes, he's cute. Yup. Everything went good. Suzanne said he was cute too, honey, but I mean, do we trust Suzanne's judgment on cute men? He's probably DJ Booth. <laughs> he doesn't want to date with he doesn't want to date Wendy, and she talked about him too much. As if they're fucking already. Amber Geiger. She was found guilty. The jury went and did interviews. Into deliberation, and they did interviews. They did a lot of interviews, very remorseful. Some remorseful for her, remorseful for the family, and for the betterment of the family, so that the family can feel that justice was served. I understand how much pressure it was for the jury um, of that case. At this point, I feel like everybody needs some type of protection, because the lead witness of this whole case was shot and killed in his complex. And I believe it's the same complex where yes. this guy in the office neighbor. stayed. Yeah, he was a neighbor. He was a neighbor. He was shot outside in his apartment, in his neighborhood. He was shot and killed. The lawyer the attorney feels like he was targeted, definitely targeted assassinated. and assassinated. Yes. Due to the case. the case. Because you know prosecutors will say, oh, it probably has something to do with some drug issues that he had with some gangsters or something that happened back in the day. You never know who it was. It definitely it could was, have been the police department because they the wanted to protect department. their exactly. jurisdiction and the whole yep. way that they were perceived as people and who they hired. That fails. The FBI and all of them are failing because once he was a witness and his face was shown on the media, the government act like they ain't got no money for witness protection type of situations. Here's what he put up. She was sentenced to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Sean King, political activist, he issued out a statement saying that there's a $100,000 reward for anybody who knows who killed the lead witness in this case. Or what happened to him? There's been a complaint filed on the judge because the judge came out off the stands and consoled her and gave Geiger a Bible. Um, and a complaint has been filed against her from the Free Freedom, 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 freedom from, from Religion Foundation. But Janelle Hill was saying, how dare you hug her? When she laughed at the death of Martin Luther King or laughed at black people being killed. Chingy and Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish has been kind of making jokes about her encounter with Chingy. She says that she's had sex with Chingy. Chingy, it was a hookup. It was supposed to be the brother and ended up having sex with the brother and Chingy. Just separated. Although she was not dating Chingy, she was dating Chingy's brother. She still had sex with Chingy as well, she said. And detailed the whole thing. Chingy tried to deny it. I believe Tiffany Haddish. I think that Chingy ended up being in so much pussy that he cannot remember. What? It ain't remember. He don't want to own that because she ugly. No, I just feel like he just don't want to own that. That's how niggas are. When you when they feel like you're promoting them or that you trying to put it out there. Oh, I had sex with this person and nah, I ain't. It wasn't really like that. Nah, we ain't do that. We ain't have that because then that gives him more power and masculinity. It makes him feel like she was nothing. And girl, even if I did have sex with you, I wouldn't have even remembered. Right. Well, Tiffany had to say, "Boo boo." I remember it from over here. Chinky ain't said nothing back yet. The baby security guard punched a girl in the face so hard, knocked her out completely. And he's a big.
pressure out. But of course, the Breakfast Club got him to come on down to the table and they asked him to get on the mic. He got over on the mic and he explained that he didn't know it was a girl. Kane in here though. We got we got the baby security Kane in here. Kane, come to the mic, man. I promise I won't hit. I, I didn't know that was. I did not know, bro. You know what I'm saying? When I found out it was a girl, I felt bad. I'm like, damn, I had a girl like that. Like I never punched no girl in my life. But he's there to protect any artist that he's there to protect. And he said that this girl shouldn't have swung and punched the baby. Sounded very apologetic, but still had a grin on his face, which made me feel like, damn, bro, you would do it again if you had not. If, if it had he'd have punched the <laughs> Speaking of the Brass Club, Brass B was recently on there. He talked about why he is not on the Millennial Tour, right? What? Why he left the Millennial Tour. And, and gripes about Chris Stokes and all the right. stuff that's happened in the past. And Charlamagne said, Do you, you need to let that go. You need to go to counseling. A lot of things I went about in the past the wrong way. How can they forgive you? Because Brass B, you went out there and you said some wild things. You mm -hmm. made some wild allegations about Chris Stokes. Mm -hmm. But you said that he was sexually assaulting y'all. I'm, I'm in a better place now, you know. I don't think I would fuck with a person after that if they put something out there like that about me. Because it seems like you're still stuck on that. And he was just like, well, how about y'all let us come up here and talk about it? Let me confront him up here. I mean, sexual abuse to a child is not anything to get over. What do you mean get over it? Yeah, and uh, Jay Boog on the reality edition will talk about this. He recently made a, a, a gesture as if Raz B does cocaine. What's up with Raz B? Why he ain't on the You didn't hear everything that happened? What happened? Alcohol, drugs, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to wake up and be like, yo, your boy is cute. Uh, you guys remember Jason Weaver, the dark skinned chocolate boy, smart guy, Michael Jackson movie, The Big Buck Teeth, and he's singing, I just can't wait to be king. He went on black TV to talk about Michael Jackson, um, and how people wear disguises exactly. to the set of The American Dream, The Jackson's American Dream. And you actually got to meet Michael Jackson at some point during the filming of this. Yeah, but I didn't know it at the time. What do you mean? Because he was in disguise. Would you come to this trailer, somebody wants to meet you, and, and it was just. What I thought was like this older white guy. And when he started speaking, when I looked at his eyes, he was like, man, you're doing a great job. Doing a really good job, Jason. I was like, oh, shit. Michael? And we thought maybe, damn, that, that kind of supports the allegations on the Michael Jackson documentary with the right. boys saying he was doing stuff. Uh, well, one boy said he would wear disguises, which to there's a video, you over here. Right, right. There's there's a video on camera. YouTube from the surveillance camera. Shopping for rings at the Simi Valley California jewelry store. He also shopped at a nearby gift store that caught the shady disguise on hidden camera before he was stopped by security guards. It make a lot of sense what Jason Weaver is saying. Lord rest his soul. Right. Uh, I just wish Michael was here to answer all those questions because I sure want to know what he was doing. I really want to know the truth. I wish we could put him on a lie detector test while being dead. Put music on and... I put a little like uh, music on. They make that sexual. It's not sexual. <laughs> right. Ricky's loud and so stupid. So what'd you be watching? Kids soccer. <laughs> and also Jason Weaver. Also, I thought this was very interesting. Jason Weaver got a good check from Lion King, and he did not talk for little Simba. It's like two million dollars. What? Yeah. They offered you a two million dollar check to sing the parts in the Lion King. Yep. Not even do the voice yet, just do the singing part. Just sing. They did offer, they did want to want to give me the speaking role, but there was already a pre-existing agreement and contract. He only sung the songs from the album. Michael took him to Elton John. They found the original actor to do the voice and he couldn't sing. His mom lied and said that he could sing and they had to go out and find Jason Weaver. Florida man was sentenced to 10 days, an additional year of probation and 250 hours of community service. And I think that I would call this an excess sentence for oversleeping for jury duty. I just think that the white judge, because I'm just assuming the judge was white, he was black, um, 
in Florida. He was a black male. I have only seen contempt cases in court run up to about 72 hours, three days in jail. You know, I've seen judges say, throw them in jail for a night and let, right, and let them out. I hope he was known to the judge to be coming in here for drug problems all the time or something like well, that. Well, he wouldn't have been a jury member if that was the case. He could not have been a felon. Wow, yeah. This is the Urban Bench. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you follow us on Twitter as well, at The Urban Bench. On Facebook, it's at The Urban Bench, T-H-E-E, Urban Bench. On Instagram and Twitter, it's at The Urban Bench. Also, subscribe. And hit the like button. Even if you don't like the video, just hit the like button. And hit the notification bell so that way you can see all of our videos that we're going to post. Anything you want to comment, comment. Also, email us if you want your stuff promoted or if you want um, your ad promoted or your music or your... Uh, supplies that you make or art any of that we will promote it here just email us or DM us on Twitter Instagram email at uh, theurbanbench at gmail.com I'm Rico Bellucci and I'm Jay and we are out of here bye Sometimes we are so emotionally connected that we just spit out the same exact things at the same time. And it's inevitable, apparently. Cut. Moving on up, moving right. on up through the east And we're moving on up. Right. Keep on working, working, working. That's why I hate it. But, I'm sorry, I have a lot of stuff that. But as you know, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm out of here. I don't know why the fuck you doing that while we're doing this because we're still there. Last stop. Get off of that. Ricky, Never look at me on Instagram. Wait.